0: hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink.
1: Hello, November.
0: Happy Scorpio season. I don't know about that, Christine,
1: but um, happy (laughs) Thanksgiving month where I get to eat turkey and fall asleep faster than normal.
0: Oh, tryptophan? Are you a tryptophan, tryptophan fan?
1: I am a fan of the tryptophan fan. Wait, tryptophan. Oh, it's our...
0: M. we're not supposed to release our Thanksgiving musical yet. Oh, speaking of Thanksgiving musicals, pass. The grit. Cr- oh, <laughs> I got too excited. <laughs> pass.
1: The. Cranberry. Sauce. We're. Having. Mashed. Potatoes. Ooh. The. Uh, turkey. Looks. Great. <laughs> Thank you you for loving me. Thank you for for being there.
0: Everyone's thanking the whole world's thanking you for thanking us for thanking you. Kill the the turkey jack can you line that up there's, it's a little more awkward when we're there's a lag but uh i'm sure it'll sound just impeccable when it comes out it, yeah, into yeah. the airwaves
1: impeccable like a turkey pecking away i don't, Impec- don't know
0: impeccable that's the name of our uh our musical impeccable, the last the musical.
1: time the last time we did that we didn't have an editor so he was pro he's probably
0: like what was oh that? true he's probably like what the <laughs> fuck was that are they is, are they Did people probably deleted they... it already like this can't be something <laughs> they want the public to hear <laughs> <sighs> okay well um
1: happy kill a month and oh. uh hmm i you know christine how are, how are you feeling about november so far as, as we record it in october
0: well you know i'm always a little sad when halloween is over um and i'm not I know that as the co-producer of the musical, Impeccable the Musical, I <laughs> should think otherwise, but I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving. It's just, it's well, just always yeah. been a very loaded time, you know, uh, literally and figuratively. And so uh, I think we're going to, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're going to Blaze's Family this year, which is always fun and like takes me directly out of all the bullshit that used to, you know, <laughs> love that, <laughs> drown me. Um, And then it's, christmas time christmas so, time no no it's oh, not time. that musical not yet wrong not yet, not musical yet. M. I knew you were gonna do that that's why i whispered you always I, steal my thunder with that one i can't wait to sing that in a month with you on the I know. episode. how are you feeling with november looming
1: november well yeah if there's such a thing i mean there is a such a thing as seasonal affective disorder uh, depression <laughs> seasonal affective disorder is that what it is yes yeah, i forget it
0: yeah Seasonal effect. I disorder.
1: only get it directly after Halloween, and I'm like, oh, well, <laughs>
0: what a weird coincidence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, all the joy I've had, uh I've finally found my burnout, hard... and it is on November first every, day, yeah, every no, year. Yeah,
0: no, it like it feels. It's just there's such a. It's just it's, kind it's of a, a build bummer. up for all this fun, and then because
1: October is always the fun month where like every weekend I got something going on. Yeah. I got you know, Allison's birthday, and that's always a thing. And so then I'm like, I've exhausted myself. So November 1st is like, oh, no, like this is oh, now I've got nothing crashing, to look crashing. forward to until I get to eat in like 20 days. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm excited because this November 1st marks that I'm about to have my annual hangout with my aunt and my cousins, and I'm about to eat a lot of really good food. So That'll I have that delightful. to look forward to.
0: Yeah, and uh, fun fact, everyone, Eva picked some very timely stories today, some Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos stories for us. And so, um, you know, we're on theme. uh, We're still celebrating, even though Halloween's over. uh, And we only have some Christmas magic to look forward to. Um, So, you know what? We're going to, this is me trying to give myself a pep talk, by the way, if anyone's wondering. Um, Okay. Yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be fine. Okay. It's fine. (laughs) Is it working? It's My pep talk? I feel like I'm just shouting. <laughs> ah!
1: <laughs> um, hmm. No, I think you did a great, great opener there, Christine. Did a good <laughs> Thanks.
0: job. Thanks. <laughs> nailed um, it. We'll talk
1: about it backstage.
0: Nailed um, it! Okay.
1: So, yeah, we got the day after the day, De, De Los Muertos. So, because
0: um, <laughs> it's November 1st, right? Isn't that, that is Dia De Los Muertos.
1: Is that the actual day? Yeah. I always get it mixed up is it what oh, okay well then that's the perfectly on Halloween. brand yeah good job eva in my mind yeah. i already confused them you um, are silly and we've got uh a handful of others i've been told um so yes. it's a a bit of
0: a uh oh like, like a
1: trick-or-treat candy bag you don't know oh. what you're gonna
0: get is it tricks or is it treats we'll find out
1: are you going first this time i think eva said for you to go first
0: I'm going first. This is from Alicia, she, her pronouns, and it's called Being Scolded from Beyond the Grave. Great. Hello, hola, and howdy, y'all. I've enjoyed, and that's why I drink so much. Since it was first suggested to me by a bookstore employee. Oh wow, we're hitting bookstores now, M. Good for us. <laughs> wee, wee. Who noticed me checking out the true crime section? LOL. I am always thankful that my path crossed with that one employee that day. That was probably M or me, just trying to like. <laughs> Insert ourselves, but it's okay. Yeah. If it weren't for them, I may never have gotten into listening to any podcast. So I have to preface that my story is a little weird, and some people don't really believe me. We do, but I promise you that I've been scolded and punished for being disobedient to my mother from beyond the grave. This is Uh-oh. troubling because I feel like Em and I are both uh, bound to experience this it's, one day. It's ready. to, It's at any day, any day. And also, like, day.
1: how how backtalky do you have to be at your mom until <laughs> like? the fates have to interject until she's you know? like
0: all right that's it i'm <laughs> like <coming." laughs> look
1: you can call her a lot of names but not that one that one's Head crazy. back
0: to earth okay <laughs> all right here we go i currently reside in east texas but grew up in el paso along the border of juarez chihuahua mexico my mother and her side of the family is from mexico and my father's side is from the northeastern part of the u.s Due to growing up in the borderland, I am much more familiar with Mexican traditions and culture and was raised Catholic. So on most years, on Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, we would go to the cemetery in Mexico and fix up my great-grandmother's grave site and fix-slash-paint her gravestone. It's a tradition I always enjoyed being able to participate in since we get to celebrate the lives of those who have passed. Due to these traditions, I've also always felt a close connection-slash-sensitivity to family members that have passed or even to the paranormal. I love that tradition so much. It's like such a joyful, I don't know. I just love the the whole concept of Dia de los Muertos. I think it's really special.
1: I I I don't know why um more people don't celebrate honoring the people that have passed. I feel like I've been not that I've been like trying to like copy off them, but I've been noticing that as I'm getting older, I've had a lot of grandparents die recently. And one of my favorite things is like on their birthday or on the day that they died is like doing all their favorite stuff. And like it's it's so lovely, but I don't know why it's not more of a tradition uh, over here. So I know it's uh, a different
0: approach to uh, to death and dying, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the purpose of this story, we are going to focus on my great grandmother. My great grandmother passed away a few years before I was born. I never physically met her and really only heard positive stories about her. My family always said my great-grandmother was kind, she didn't cuss, and wasn't one to raise her voice. Due to financial woes my mother's family had, there are very little pictures of my great-grandmother, so I only had seen her picture a few times. My mother always mentioned that she was really close to my great-grandmother and that she did a lot for my mother while she was growing up. My mother always said that she knew she was pregnant with me and my older sister because my great-grandmother appeared before her. My mother swears up and down. She saw a physical apparition of my great-grandmother standing in front of her, telling her she needed to be more careful because she was with child. (gasps) Oh, gosh. Terrifying. Two scary things all at once. (laughs) I feel like someone's going to, like, knock a tuna salad sandwich out of her hand or something. Like, the things you're not supposed to do when you're pregnant, like cold cuts or whatever. (laughs) Just Sushi. Get that out of here. You're with child. (laughs) Disappear. (laughs) Fast forward many years later, and I'm around 15 to 16 years old. My teenage years with my mother were hard. I was emotional and angsty. Deep inside, all I wanted was to let my emo child out. This is, oh, sorry, I was reading my journal by mistake. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) Was that your Zanga? I'm sorry. Oopsie!
0: Never... My live journal escaped. <laughs> Deep inside, all I wanted was to let my emo child out, and my parents didn't let me. The most emo I was allowed to be was painting my nails black and listening to Death cap for Cutie, Fallout Boy. Okay, we're the same. It person. sounds like you.
1: It sounds like you got pretty far, though. It sounds like you got where you needed to be.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was only allowed. I wasn't even allowed to paint my fingernails black, but I was allowed to wear Converse. That was about as far as I got. Um, I like how Converse was like
1: labeled as like for the streets and like i know the, and like, i w- uh, just well, the scariest my, type of people
0: at my private school with uniforms it really was it was like whoa what are you wearing you know it's like you're so offbeat you're so that's badass. crazy you're so whimsical i was like no i'm depressed and like, yeah oh, and okay.
1: now i can't wear them anyway so they they win thanks to my flat feet <laughs>
0: oh i was like wait why okay i thought they were canceled or something i was like oh no the most emo i was allowed to be was painting my nails black and listing a death cab panic at the disco fallout boy green day lincoln park etc away from my parents i feel like christine and i would have been fairly similar in high school that's (laughs) okay clearly i spoke too soon anyway back to great grandma's story during my youth days my mother and i fought all the time but we had one particular explosive fight that set everything off We were yelling in the kitchen, and I was so heated that I felt like I had smoke coming out of my ears. I don't Mm. even remember what the fight was about. Well, when I went to bed, I had a dream. Not just any dream. An older woman appeared in my dream. She had never appeared in my dreams before. In this dream, she was scolding me for the way I talked to my mom. She didn't raise her voice at me. She was calm, but she meant business. She talked to me in a stern voice and was pinching the back part of my upper arm. Yeah. I remember waking up in the middle of the night with arm pain, but figured it was because it was happening in the dream. I must have thought it was real. Well, I woke up the next day with bruises in that same area from my dream, and I was a little scared. I eventually made up with my mother the following day, and we were good, but it's not over yet. The same woman came back in my dreams the following night, and I didn't see her again after that. A few days after the second dream, a few of us were looking over my parents' wedding album. We were looking at a picture with my mom and dad in front of the church they got married at with the same old lady from my dreams standing between them. My blood ran cold. I turned to my mother and asked her to verify who the woman was. I don't know why, but in my dream, I didn't recognize her. But as soon as I saw the picture, it's like I remembered she was my great-grandmother. As mentioned before, we don't have too many pictures of her, so I had to make sure I wasn't confusing her with someone else, as I hadn't seen her picture in a few years. My mother noticed that I was a little uneasy and asked me what was wrong. I told her about how after our big argument, my great-grandmother came into my dreams to scold me and even showed her some of the bruises I still had on my arms. My mother was so shocked. She wasn't even shocked over the fact that my great-grandmother visited me in my dreams. She was shocked that I was able to tell her how my grandmother physically scolded me. Apparently, (laughs) this was her preferred method of scolding my mom, aunt, and uncles. Oh, my God. I never knew this. This was never told to me by anyone. My mother never shared that piece of information with me or my siblings. Also, that's like really specific to like pinch someone's upper arm. Yeah. As a scolding method... I don't know. I would I just... never forget it if someone did that to me. Yeah. I like, and I would never yeah. just like randomly come up with that. I feel like subconsciously, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. Um, it's really weird. As a believer is very good <laughs> evidence. I uh, think so. Explain that skeptics. Well, explain I'm, I'm sure that to could. me. <laughs> after the shock passed, my mother laughed and couldn't believe that even after all this time, she had someone looking out for her from the other side. To this day, I'm still wary of any arguments I have with my mother. You're gonna get you're gonna get pinched again.
1: Yeah. When can I, you imagine? Can you no. imagine being like knowing Held that someone's looking out for you from your like bratty teen? You know, and yeah. It's like, you I would look
0: be out. as the bratty teen. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, listen, it's hard enough. <laughs> Don't gang up on me, okay? I, in my in your next Zanga post, it's like the gods are against me. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> the God isn't real, but he hates me apparently.
1: The underworld
0: has spoken. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody understands me. Whenever I argue with my mom, I wonder if my great-grandmother will show up again to scold me. She hasn't come back to scold me yet but I am well aware that she can and will. Since this incident, I've had a few more family members in my life pass on that I have actual memories with. I sometimes wonder if these dreams are my self-conscious, just wanting to have some more encounters with them or if they are true visitations. But I'm happy to at least know that I have my great-grandmother looking after us, Alicia.
1: That's. I like that you've turned it into a happy story because I would literally lose sleep being so... I'd find a way to make it all about myself and be so <laughs> embarrassed that like even ghosts are like feeling the need to come down and do something about my attitude
0: yeah about your attitude (laughs) i would be so so embarrassed because i'd
1: be like even people i can't see are judging me and And then i'd be
0: pissed because like they can see all like it's not even like i can have an attitude by myself because like great grandma's probably watching then too you know like she knows then i would turn it
1: into like oh my god it's like i'm on a reality show like people are just oh yeah they can't get over the can't get over (laughs) me
0: oh my god they just keep walking she's like so obsessed with me you know anyway alicia thank you for your story by now you've probably heard about burrow a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs durable materials and details that make life in your space easier can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink that's burrow b-u-r-r-o-w.com slash drink for 15% off burrow.com slash drink and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: All right, the next one I have... um it's high promises i think because the subject line is help me i drank
0: an entire bottle of wine before typing this (gasps) of course my brain went oh no i thought i was gonna say i drank an entire tide bleach pot or something i don't know why i thought we had to call poison control Um, nope i think it's letting us know that
1: this is gonna maybe be a a bumpy ride got Um, it okay (laughs) Um, this is also a pre-pandemic email. This is from twenty nineteen. Oh. Um, wow! So this person's the been waiting days. for a while. They've probably yeah. given up entirely on the show. That's okay. <laughs> probably. Um, they need if to you're listening, bookstore where Alicia went. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, know that patience is a virtue. Um, <laughs> this is from uh Cindy, and it says, "Hello, M Christine, Eva, and Geo. As I." Said in my subject line, I indeed drank an entire bottle of wine before writing you, so I will do my best to clean up the grammar. Thank you. That's nice. I have been listening to your podcast nonstop since August and have now just caught up. I'm a newborn baby photographer. At first, mm-hmm. I thought I said, I'm a newborn baby. <laughs> oh, don't
0: drink that wine. Now I am He's concerned. Like, Girl, I'm a
1: newborn baby photographer and listen to you while I'm editing. is probably in poor taste, but who cares? Aww. Anyways, I live in Bolingbrook, Illinois, Bolingbroke, Illinois, and I used to live three minutes away from Drew Peterson. So I hope you cover him at some point.
0: I have not covered Drew Peterson yet, but as M said, uh, patience is a virtue. Okay, so just wait a minute. Wait a few more Reverse. years.
1: Yeah, I don't know what his story is, but oh, I here it is. It's well, it says he's a peach. So now I'm confused. Um, huh? He one- I he think once that must be
0: sarcastic.
1: In- <laughs> oh, he once came into the local chicken joint I was working at after his wife's disappearance, and my boss made me serve him by myself. Ooh. Ugh. I'm here to tell you some ghost stories. I have a lot and I would like to say I'm sensitive to the paranormal, but it's possible I just really want to be. Oh, like I would like to say I'm I'm sensitive oh, to the paranormal, but maybe I just really want to be. I was 18 and going to college in downtown Chicago when I saw my grandfather on the train sitting across from me. <gasps> it was 2010 and he died in 1997. Mm. I don't remember much about him because he lived in Mexico and I was only six when he died. But when I saw him, I knew he was a short man, kind of skinny, slightly hunched shoulders with a red baseball hat, torn denim. He was carrying a lunch tote. He looked like he was going to work and he was looking out the window and was rubbing his stubble, which is something my grandfather used to do. Mm -hmm. I stared at him for what felt like forever. He turned to me, smiled, and now for my grandfather, when he smiled, he did with his whole face. His eyes would sparkle and he would practically light up. Mm -hmm. I knew it was him. He'd gotten on at one stop and gotten off at the next, and as soon as he was off the train and the doors closed, he was gone. I didn't see him walk in any direction. He was just gone. I called my mom right away, and she didn't believe me at first, but as soon as I began to describe him, his gestures, and his smile, she knew it was him, too. In November 2017, my grandmother from my mom's side died, and she had been bedridden for some time, and it was a long time coming, but still was heartbreaking for all of us. My mother and I were the only ones able to go to her burial in Mexico, Mm -hmm. and when we got there, everyone was sleeping in the bedroom in the back, or in the living room where her casket was. But I, for some reason, found it more comforting sleeping in her bed, even though she died in it the day before. Hmm. Ooh, that's I understand, and also like what a odd space to be in. <laughs> M's your cousin who's like, okay, go for it. Uh, I'll be He's out like, here I'm, watching TV. I'm not gonna fight you for that space, but also <laughs> yeah. I, I see the I see the emotional value to it. Yeah, like, yeah. What you a, feel close to them. What a heaviness. Yeah. Anyway, after her burial, my mom and I were getting ready to go back and we were going through her stuff and my uncles had said if I wanted to take anything of hers to remember her by, I could. I decided on taking one of her oldest copies of the Bible because that's what she cherished most. Anyway, going through her stuff, my mom came across the last visa she ever got, which was when she visited us in the U.S. last in 2007. My mom held the ID in her hand and recalled the day she took her mom to go get it. She asked me if I wanted it, and I said no. I figured my mom packed it for herself or something. Flash forward to this past October, my mom and I had had made an altar to celebrate Dia de los Muertos, and we put up photos of both of my grandfathers and my grandmother. A couple of days later, I walk into the dining room, and I see in a little envelope my grandmother's Visa card smack dab in the middle of the dining room table. (gasps) I think to myself, oh, that's weird, and put it right back where I found it. The next morning, my mom is screaming and freaking out. Where did you find the card? How did that get here? Did you put that here? I said, no, I found it on the table and figured you put it there. And she swore she didn't. And I told her the last time I saw that card was in Mexico, Mm. the day after we buried her. And I figured my mom had packed it. My mom said, no, I didn't. And we burst into happy tears. We knew that she was letting us know that she was there. I did She's like, ha- I
0: still need a visa in the afterlife to get. <laughs> so, to yeah, your house. <laughs> I still
1: had to travel all the way here, and it yeah, was and your a lot harder on the than train. a
0: plane. I feel yeah. like somebody needs to let your grandparents know that they can probably astral travel now. Like they don't need to take the train or the visa. Can't she
1: just like blink or something and be there? The other one <laughs> didn't. Maybe to... I don't
0: know how it works. Did the other but... one also
1: need like a boarding pass or something to go pinch her <laughs> arms? You know, like <laughs> wild. <laughs> Uh, it didn't help that for the entire month the altar was up and our dogs wouldn't stop barking at it. Ooh. Um. And here, sorry for the long email, but here's the worst ghost story I have. I like that you went through the Rolodex in your mind and you're like, "I'll give them what I'll give them all I've got." So
0: <laughs> while um, the wine's still uh, kicking, yeah.
1: When I was 18, my dad was going on three years sober from alcohol and he found a lot of help from the Catholic church at the time and was really deep into it and was doing a lot to help find solace. Well, one particular day I was in class and my brothers were out. My mom was in Mexico. My dad decided to do a quick blessing of the house. He grabbed the jug of holy water. I love that you have a jug. A jug. Um, (laughs) And was going from room to room when he arrived to my door and was about to splash water When he was about to splash water, a force held his arm back, keeping him from throwing the water.
0: Uh He tried
1: for several seconds until he let go, and it scared him so much that he had to stop and pray. And he did not end up blessing my room. Which, okay, that alone, I feel like it goes against every exorcist story we've ever heard where they were able to throw holy water. If they can just grab your hand before, they're like, nope. Wouldn't like holy water have never been spilled, you know?
0: yeah if like demons can just hold you down also that seems like the room that's the most in need of some holy water but right yeah it's like maybe (laughs) find a squirt gun or something it doesn't recognize and get it in there (laughs) um about like an automatic sprinkler system then you don't have to worry about like your arm getting held you know
1: interesting yeah you gotta shoot it through the window or something you gotta get crafty yeah Exactly. Pretend you're drinking a cup of water and then you go, Oh Oops. no. Oh Or just no. drink it
0: because like if you're like me at all, you will spill it eventually.
1: So. You know, I've always wondered if you are possessed, why don't you just drink
0: holy water? I don't like, know. Because it has like oil in it, I think. It just sounds gross. Yeah, I a mean it's, demon it's not in worse you. than being <laughs> possessed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just saying Worth like it. Get it from the inside
1: like a tapeworm or something, you know.
0: Ew. know. Right. <laughs> um
1: okay. So he didn't end up blessing my room. I was going through a lot at the time with school and was on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Um, I don't blame you now that your room's oh, geez, also possessed. Yeah, been there. But it wasn't after me. It was apparently after my dad. That mm-hmm. very same night in Mexico, my mom had a vicious nightmare and never told me the details. But she said it was so evil and so scary it woke her right up at 3.30 in the morning. Ugh. She prayed right then, told whatever it was to leave her alone, leave her family alone, and go away a few weeks later my dad relapsed it's 10 oh. years later and he is now just going back to the program and trying to get back on track Oof. um if you've made it this far thank you for reading and i can't wait to see you two at the vic march 31st uh, 2019 awkward. i'm glad you wait, saw wait, wait
0: wait wait oh 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 it <laughs> happened in 2019 so it it's did that one did happen
1: that one did happen. So okay, good, good, good. Glad you caught that. Um, <laughs> uh, so excited for the show. Love you guys, oh. Cindy.
0: <laughs> oh, Cindy! None of us oh. knew what was hap- what was coming for us.
1: Just, just com comparatively total bliss.
0: <laughs> wow! Just ignorance is bliss, you know. Yeah. Whoa! What a doozy, man. Um, it's just it makes me sad when these stories kind of end up like affecting real life when it comes to like addiction and things like that it's like oh, mm-hmm. life's hard enough without demons getting involved you know
1: yeah not <sighs> not um oh, boy not something worth joining on it's adding on to my list of struggles i'm dealing with on a daily <laughs> Your basis <to-do>
0: list <laughs> yeah oh, okay well thank you cindy let's see what we've got next this is from jennifer she her they and the subject is, <gasps> I tried the Estes method while sitting in a haunted chair in New Orleans. <gasps> okay.
1: Oh. I don't know if it'll explain it in there, but for people who don't know what the Estes method is, would you like
0: to... Uh, me let little... me just check and see if it has a little um, little description, because it might... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Hold on.
1: For those of you who don't know, while Christine's reading... um. We have done the, the Estes method, so that's why we are personally very interested in this topic. We've done it when we were um, at uh, our most recent location that we are still not disclosing because we're still in the middle of tour. LOL, we're still
0: waiting for Cindy to see us at the Vic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no spoilers, um, it, it's one of Christine's favorite uh it ghost hunting methods. So. Is
0: okay, I, I can explain it to you, I can explain. Um so the estes method uh I want to also give like credit where credit is due cuz I sure as hell didn't come up with it myself. Cuz Christine is not the inventor. Um no, no. I'm not an inventor of anything. Um so it was first developed by Carl Pfeiffer at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, which is why it's called the Estes Method. And basically what you do is you put on noise-isolating headphones and listen to a spirit box, the thing that kind of um, scans through radio frequencies and uh, spirits are able to talk in real time. And the person with the noise-isolating headphones on basically just says whatever they're hearing in their ears and they are unable to hear the rest of the group so say em and eva are in the room with me and i volunteer to put on the headphones and a blindfold uh em and eva can ask questions and i as the uh victim (laughs) put the headphones on (laughs) and just repeat whatever uh whatever i'm hearing and when we've tried it in the past it's pretty incredible um because you can have a full on conversation, uh, because you kind of are depriving, you're like sensory deprivation. So you don't, you're not getting distracted by the questions people are asking, you're not getting led in a certain direction subconsciously. Um, so it's a really cool, cool method. And we've tried it. M's done it too. Uh and I don't think it we ever worked very well. To do it. <laughs> Or it worked very well. It worked too well, I think. (laughs) Um, So that's what it is. So I'm so excited that Jennifer's like, hey, I thought about you when I did this. So Jennifer says, hello, parasocial friends. Love that. I have a doozy, but I'll try to keep it short-ish so I have a better chance at being chosen. Love the show. Love the after chats. Wow. Okay. So you are fucking on it. I love this. That alone
1: got you on the show, my friend. I know,
0: right? Look, we
1: that. we love a compliment. I'll tell you that. And you threw quite <laughs> a lot our way just now. Okay. If
0: nothing else, tell us we're pretty <laughs> <laughs> and feed us some cheese. Oh, but that's sorry. That's just me. Okay. That's just what you do. Love the show. Love the after chats. Love everything and everyone. Let's crack into it. Recently, I was in New Orleans with some family and decided slash booked with zero input from the rest of my party, a Excellent. paranormal investigation tour. Wow, that sounds familiar to probably both M and me. <laughs> this caught my interest as the guides bring the group to two locations and walk you through using an SLS camera, dowsing rods, EMF readers, light up cat toys. We've used those too. We've and all used those. And spirit boxes, which I was exceptionally excited about. in fact i was so excited the guide asked if i knew about the estes method and my excited little dumb self was all heck yeah i do and he said you seem really open so let's try that in our first location which i never have let anyone do before Uh uh-oh warning signs red flags (laughs) (laughs) the first spot was a storage closet slash shed with a super haunted chair that we all got to sit in parentheses why did we all just do this no questions asked as we all took our turns in the chair and with the equipment and not much at all going on my older sister who is scarily tuned into the spirit world said suddenly they don't like the door being open absolutely not in a monotone voice the sister said this our guide said okay and beckoned us all inside the cramped shed and as soon as the door shut behind the last participant, the EMF meters lit up like Christmas lights and a second figure appeared on the SLS beside my nephew in the haunted chair. The SLS, by the way, is like a, the stick figure camera that you sometimes see on ghost adventures. It's, it's mm-hmm. really creepy. Finally, it was my turn to sit in the chair. The guide handed me the blindfold and headphones and asked me if I was still up for it. Let's do this. I sat down, flipped on the spirit box, and blocked out the outside world. At first, nothing. Garbled backwards AM radio talk. Then, old boy, honor, 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 ready to Mm. go. As it turns out, one of the spirits in this location is a man who was wrongly convicted of a murder he didn't commit and hanged for the crime. And our guide has been working tirelessly to convince him to move on. So tirelessly, in fact, that he has gotten a judge to agree to visit the shed and commute the sentence in the coming weeks. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. And apparently I was answering the questions that our guide was directing to the spirit. Ooh, I got, like, scalp chills. I uh, Yeah, that
1: honor, honor, honor is very, well, too much.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a little too far. Thanks.
1: If I were sitting there, I'd go, "Ooh, time to take a walk outside. Take a go to bathroom break. <laughs>
0: Let's take a quick breather." You know, is there a 7-Eleven around here? Then the back legs of the chair, which were against the wall opposite where the group was standing, lurched forward. Ooh, that's,
1: I don't know if that's this a is a no for me, dog
0: it's <laughs> a big no but also i wonder i mean i know that that's probably not how it happened but if you think about like hanging someone hanging and the chair getting <gasps> pushed just a thought oh my god i'm assuming that's not how they hang prisoners you know back then but it's just a thought Ooh, not ooh the imagery though Ugh, yeah gross I knew if I said anything, the session would end. So I kept quiet. I wanted to get the most I could out of this experience. I continued to listen to the static. This is in quotes. So this is the spirit talking. I'm done. Enough. End it. Oh my God. And then a masculine roar in my right ear. So loud. I threw the headphones and the guide immediately grabbed me, took my shaking self outside and sprayed me down with holy water. (laughs) You know what?
1: That guy came fucking prepared. He was like, "I'm walking them into some treacherous waters, but I'm gonna handle
0: it by the end." Don't even worry. He's gonna bring the judge over. We're all gonna be okay. (laughs) (laughs) He
1: knows what he's doing. That guy's onto something. Maybe we should do that on our next ghost hunt. I kind of love
0: it that he has a spray method for the holy water. (laughs) Yeah, I'm chill with that. I'm chill with that. Oh my goodness. The haunted chair belonged to one spirit who was known to be particularly malicious, and his patience with people in his seat would run out during the tour visits. I guess being the last in the chair and talking to someone else was enough for him to make his presence known. It was incredible, and if not for And That's Why We Drink, I wouldn't have known half of what was happening. Thank you, Em. Also, huge shout out to the Paranormal Society of New Orleans. And it says, not sure if you can read this part too late, but they're doing incredible work. And I oh. they feel like they deserve a shout out. Sounds like they do know what they're doing. Also, my sister and I accidentally connected with our dead grandmother at the second location. But that's a story for another time. Always Thanks is. for all you do, Jennifer.
1: That was a good uh, one. I'll tell you, I don't wish to be Jennifer.
0: So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I like sitting right here in this chair. And no if I watched kid.
1: if I watched her or you or anyone throw their headphones off out of fear, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, and let's I'm just gonna go get the car keys. I'm like, I
0: don't need to be here. Yeah. If you're
1: out, I'm out. Like that's always been my. I feel my like that's line, enough so. of a
0: jump scare, you know? Like, okay, I'm scared enough just watching you be scared. So I'm out. Yeah. I do
1: like that you, that we all do have that, you, me and Eva have that understanding though of like if you're out, I'm out. Yeah, and that goes yep outside of um paranormal investigations it goes for like recording days it goes for like like if we like uh, this has never happened but if something were to go terribly wrong on tour and like the show's just not going as planned if it were to get really bad if you're out i'm out like i have it's a good we have
0: a safety safe hold what's it called uh
1: a safe we have a code
0: we have safe holder what am I talking about?
1: I don't know. I'm talking about our secret code. I know, code but I'm
0: just saying we have the, uh, structures in place in case. The, the anything... structure is if
1: you're out I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it. correct. That's the structure.
0: Um, and uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to use it again anytime soon, but you never know.
1: Jennifer, maybe make that agreement with your friends um next time you go on one of those things. It's like the second I hear a goddamn growl, we haul ass and like Seriously. don't don't look back.
0: <laughs> you are giving me chills. Ugh.
1: Um, okay, the next one uh, is from Maddie, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is, a ghost slapped my booty, which <laughs> we have that in common. So, Polter groped. Polter groped. So uh, this says, hi, Em and Christine. I'm currently listening to your episode where Em covers the Shakers Cigar Bar Milwaukee. We got a lot of uh, people writing in about that That's one. That's
0: right. You did say that. That one
1: was uh, super creepy. It um, was a hit. I got so excited as I took a tour there recently. Shakers is a very popular spot for fans of ghosts and true crime. My friend and I went uh, first to take a Jeffrey Dahmer tour. Oh, wow! And the road that Shakers is on was a hot spot for Dahmer to pick up his victims. Yikes! Oh, also, Shakers was a place for where Dahmer visited, and they even have the stool he used there on display. <gasps> now that feels like they. I. I hope for the um for the sake of honesty that's true but i kind of call bullshit mm. yeah. because i feel like you wouldn't know which bar stool he sat at like he got away with it for so long first of all he probably sat at a bunch of bar stools mm.
0: second of all
1: like i feel like by the time he was famous there was a huge gap between the last time he went there i mean i don't know the story maybe he was there the day
0: he got arrested or something this is hilarious everybody take note eva write this down this is the first time m's been the skeptic of anything ever um i just well so
1: i i want it to be true i true i want it to be true and i hope i'm wrong but i feel like th- if i ran a bar that like now an infamous person had been at i would just grab a, a stool and be like oh, i would just he's, like he's, he's scratch the
0: initials into the stool and be like
1: look what i found you guys
0: yeah it's jd crazy? on it <laughs>
1: I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like they probably just wanted to make a quick buck, and I totally get why they would want to do yeah, that because yeah. enough people would come just jealous in for that. that they didn't think of it first. <laughs> I think I'm just jealous I didn't think of it first. So <laughs> I hope I hope that's true. Um, uh, no, I did not sit on the bar stool. Okay, that's, that's a good probably thing for to the know. That's just in case. That's, yeah. Um, okay, onto the ghosts. I convinced my husband a couple months ago to go on a ghost tour there which I don't think he really believes in, Blaze, but that yeah. man embraces my weird interests, Blaze. So Aww. I'm happy. Anyways, the first place that we went was the basement. I feel like that's the last place you should go. Yeah. But... Uh, and man, did I hate it. <laughs> uh. There's a safe down there, which they think may be from the Capones that they have not been able to open. I love that they still haven't opened it. Um, <laughs> But our tour guide said that she never wants them to get it open. And the owner has a camera watching the safe and it will literally move. First of all, safes are fucking heavy. Why is it moving?
0: Wasn't that the one where in the basement that guy saw somebody like, saw himself? run Mm -hmm. and he ran at himself from the perspective of a spirit
1: yeah he like went into a trance and he astral Mm. projected and he could now see through the demon's eyes who was staring at him as
0: it like ran at him yeah and it it.
1: charged at he charged at himself through the eyes of the
0: demon in that basement yeah
1: creepy place so a heavy ass safe is also moving on its own yes um and it says here, the safe is heavy, like you need multiple people to try and move that thing. So that's terrifying. Yeah. Um. So we were walking into another area of the basement and our tour guide used dowsing rods to try and talk to O'Connor, a male ghost that y'all talked about on the episode. She asked to have the rods point in the direction of where he was. And of course, it's right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> These are dowsing rods we're talking? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, point where point wherever you are and then a point right uh, next to it
0: spins to you it's like spin the bottle but the worst version ever it's
1: i mean yeah it's not good <laughs> funny enough right before she asked the spirit to do this it popped into my head that it, he was standing by me but so freaked out we started walking up the stairs to get out and my husband and i were the last people walking up he was behind me but far enough away that he couldn't touch me as we were going up i felt a hand hit my butt i immediately looked at my husband and he had no idea what i was talking about pretty sure it was o'connor anyways the experience was a little creepy but also i had a good laugh guess i made that ghost's day Ooh, i hate Ooh. that it was standing next to you it wanted yeah, he people to know it was next to you,
0: for
1: you. yeah he, ha- he you have a bit of some paranormal riz i think um some riz yeah so- <laughs> Uh, I don't think you knew what you were doing there, but ghostly riz. Uh, I have a more terrifying story of a time. I heard a woman cackling in an asylum. But that's for another day. Oh, come on. Thanks for reading and keep doing what you're doing, Maddie.
0: These guys know what they're doing with these stories for another day. Mm-hmm. Keeping me on my toes. Oy. Wowza, well, what a tale, Maddie. Uh, it, I hope he just left it at the booty slap and moved moved on to someone else because uh yeah it it makes me not feel bad
1: about the time my butt got grabbed because it was so much simpler than that um and it was (laughs) not in one of the scariest topics we've ever covered so
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah at least yours but yours was like in a bed right so like that's kind of scary because you can't really escape And it
1: was right above, the bed was sitting on top of the decomposition stain. You know, you remember. (laughs) So I wonder, I sometimes I wonder, like, was my butt being grabbed or was he just rolling over in his own sleep, you know, and I just kind of got swatted. Uh, You know
0: what? That's a story for another day. (laughs) Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18-store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, this one's from Tracy. She, her, it's called A Tale of Dowsing Rods, Top Hats, and Flashing Alls, okay how razzle dazzle okay Ooh la la uh so eva did say that some of these are dowsing rod stories which um i'm especially excited about because i love me some dowsing rods mm-hmm. this says greetings one and all from down under did you get it i got it down under
1: down under <laughs> is this thing on <laughs> it's on and everyone else has turned us off
0: so cool okay great uh just as i suspected i had an experience on a ghost hunt last night oh when was this sent oh july of this year oh nice i had an experience on a ghost hunt last night that i just have to share with you as for me it was 100 evidence that ghosts are real Ooh. Over the course of three and a half hours, my BFF and I went on an investigation tour in the blue mountains of New South Wales. While the night was giving us a few spooky moments with REM pod, EMF and SLS camera evidence, it was when I picked up a pair of dowsing rods for the first time that shit got real. Isn't that mm. how it always goes, Em, with these dowsing rods? I mean, I feel like, yeah. It looks you so had- unassuming. I think that's what it is.
1: Everything else looks so like high-tech Ghostbusters, and sometimes you just got to work with the classics. The basic.
0: Yeah, yeah, the tradition. I feel like that's why I was always uh, not expecting it to go as dark and crazy as it does with those dowsing rods. Like I don't expect it to be as scary as it is.
1: I feel like skeptics out there can easily argue this, but in my brain, I feel like also with all the high-tech stuff, you can always if you wanted to try to debunk something, you could try to say that the machine glitched or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Or the lights the dow-
0: batteries are dying or whatever.
1: But dowsing rods, they got no batteries. They got nothing going on. They just move. And it's, you know, there's no... I feel like a lot of... This is where I think skeptics could be like, um, it's your own hands or whatever. But I feel
0: like there's a lot less room. There's a lot less excuses for yes, why... like f- f- less margin of, for margin of error. And... I don't know. There's something especially creepy about just, like, the simple m- movement of them. I don't know. It- and they're a tale as old as time. Like, yes. everyone has been able to rely on them throughout the and- centuries. And people have the used centuries. them not just for, you know, for a-, a lot of other things. So, they work for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Through an app on one of the attendees' phones, we'd gotten some suspiciously accurate words and sentences over the course of the evening, including the name Larry. We decided to have a conversation with Larry, and after setting the answers with the rods and testing some questions, all with accurate answers, we got to work. It was fascinating stuff. We deduced that there were 17 people in the room, though whether or not that included the six of us that were there and alive, I'm not sure. Ugh. But with us having been told the name Larry, he was our focus. I playfully asked him if he liked me, and the answer was a resounding no.
1: Bye, girl. I'd be like, you know what, Larry? It's been real. Peace.
0: Larry, and I, uh, the feeling is mutual, my man. I'd be like, we went from 17 people to 16, because I'm out of here. And I'm calling you Lawrence now, because I am not even going to give you the nickname. <laughs> okay. Weird, but we can't be liked by everyone, right? I guess not. Shortly afterwards, I handed over the dowsing rods to someone else while I went off to participate in another experiment. When I returned, they were still talking to Larry, and slowly we pieced together his story. After a run of constant yes answers with the rods not moving, I had the bright idea to ask a question that Larry, who had just told us he'd gotten a girl pregnant, would surely say no to to make sure he was still with us. Well, let's just say that you should never question someone's gender, even if they're dead. I got the no I was after, sure, but it seems that Larry took my joke as an invitation to turn the tables. Uh Uh-oh. We had a ball on the nearby table that would flash when it was touched, and boy did it start flashing when I got that no. So just to clarify, folks, if if because I think I had to read between the lines a bit, she had asked if uh, the the ghost was a woman. And that's when it said no in a resounding fashion and made him made Larry very mad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I apologized instead asking if he was the manliest man alive. A resounding yes, with more Oof. flashing. Yeah, I sounds asked. Like, sounds like an alpha male. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like a badass. I asked if he forgave me. I have never seen the rods move so quickly to no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we were all cr- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, like, give it a rest, guy. We were all incredibly amused, and I continued to apologize with the lights flashing almost every time I asked a question. I groveled, telling him I only asked if he was a girl so that we could get a no, pleading for his forgiveness. That's when the most batshit fucking insane thing happened. The girl's app on her phone? it said my last name
1: Ugh! <laughs> i hate when they know information you haven't offered off. Ew!
0: Like, i'm so ooh. creeped out dude oh
1: that's i hate one. this i like to I think that it. she has the craziest bat shit last name too instead of like yeah Smith, i know right you know?
0: I, i'm trying to think of what it could possibly be i don't know but that is creepy dude Now listen, I'm very suspicious of most ghost hunting equipment, especially apps. We all know that our phones listen to us, and had it said my first name, I wouldn't be so bothered. It had been said multiple times that night. Uh Uh-oh. But my last name? Only my best friend and the tour operator who wasn't with our group at the time would know that. Sure, it's a common name, but you cannot convince me that that shit was a coincidence. (laughs) <laughs> I was noping out hard and honestly was starting to panic a little, but that was nothing compared to when the ball started flashing and her phone added one more word kill. Ugh. I can't see. Ya. I was a sobbing mess by this point and it wasn't helped when Lucifer followed a few seconds later. Another lovely lady in the group quickly stripped off her crystal protection necklace and handed it to me while the guide who was with us addressed Larry directly and told him that enough was enough. She knew that the ghost in this particular location could be very cheeky. And it seems Larry had decided to give me a good ribbing. (laughs) Once the group got me settled down, I addressed Larry again, asking if he was just messing with me. Yes. I asked if I was forgiven now. Yes. Yes. I was filled re- with relief. For a minute there, I'd been sure I was about to be brutally murdered by a demon. <laughs> you know, I do
1: wonder, like, w- like if you're a 12-year-old prankster and then now you're a ghost, like, you yeah. know you're going to fuck with people on the other side with ghost hunting equipment. So you almost can still never
0: tell if no. the information you're getting is accurate. Because- like, you know saying Lucifer is going to freak everyone out, you know? Yeah, you could just say it <laughs> and be like, no, it's just me. I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm totally with you. After this encounter, Larry and I started to get on well. In our private investigation time, my friend and I took the dowsing rods to have a more intimate conversation with him, asking him questions about his life, whether he liked having visitors. Yes. Whether he liked talking to us. Yes. And whether he would miss us when we left. No. (laughs)
1: You know what? He's still direct. I appreciate that. Fair
0: point. Yeah. You know, uh, if you don't want the answer, don't ask the question. After a while, we said our goodbyes and went off to investigate other areas, feeling pretty okay about our encounter now. But, oh, this was not the end of Larry. Uh Uh-oh. After a fruitless investigation in another room, we walked through a small touristy room where there was a mirror and a hat rack with a sign inviting you to try on the hats. That's fun. As we were walking through the exit of the room, we heard a loud thud on the wooden floor. Assuming my friend had dropped her phone or Ovilus, and with her assuming her phone had fallen from her pocket, we stopped and turned back. But no. There, on the floor just behind her, about two meters away from the hat rack, was the gray top hat sitting the right way up on the floor.
1: Hmm. Oh, God. Oh,
0: God. Two meters. That's six feet, people, just in case you're wondering. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Now, I'm no runner, but we left that area in record time. When the guide coaxed us back in to investigate what had happened, Logic soon told us that this hat was not there because it fell. We'd only heard one thud. It hadn't fallen and bounced or rolled. We would have heard more noises, and it likely would not have been sitting right side up. On a suspicion, I went back to the dowsing rods, and after setting them up, and I have to say I'm a little unsettled that they knew the color of my underwear, Ah! I asked... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i asked larry if he'd thrown the hat at us yes is it time for us to leave we asked yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, by the way larry didn't have to tell you that i could have said that i would have would have volunteered that information for free just saying <laughs> satisfied that we were now out staying our welcome i apologized and said another goodbye just in time for us to be called for a quick debriefing time was up and honestly not a moment too soon so there you have it the most convincing encounter i feel i might ever have in my entire life i have no explanation for my name coming out of that phone no explanation for the dowsing rods getting every test question right and definitely no explanation for the hat but i plan on going back there later this year so <laughs> girl larry's learn like, larry's like uh, how many times do i have to tell you
1: <laughs> larry's like read the room read the I room know.
0: I'm i'm literally throwing <laughs> things at you read the room so I guess we'll see if I have anything to share with you next time. Lots of love, Tracy. Oh my gosh, Tracy. Be careful. Tracy's a rabble rouser, because I'd be like, She's I'd be like, you hey, remember that up. one time
1: and that only one time, that one time that we went somewhere and we'll never go back because it was one time. <laughs> and Tracy'd be like, that, What are you talking about? We're in the car on the way place there again.
0: Where the ghost said, I will not miss you when you leave. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs> well, I do like the I. I mean, the hat landing on just one thud is super creepy, and it landing right side up. But yeah. you also know, like, um, what is it? Isn't it Van's shoes? They never, they never flip upside down. Huh? Isn't that a thing where like Van's really? shoes, no matter how you throw them, they always are right side up? I wonder if I a Top if Hat does this, the same but thing. I'm a Converse girly, so I don't right, really sorry. know about the vans. Converse they are not like vans they will they are not end, the same they'll okay. land in any which way direction but gotcha. i think vans i don't know if it's true or not but the the rumor is if you throw sounds them like an at, urban legend <laughs> if you throw them in any way they'll always end right side up they're always
0: land right really up. yeah i have never heard that but um that's a fun little fact fun fact. Uh, so maybe
1: top hats are the same way this is what i'm getting okay at. <laughs>
0: apparently it's really real um that that, that this happens oh There's an article from 2021, people shocked after realizing Vans shoes always land the right way up. I'm included in that. I'm shocked. Yeah, I feel like
1: now a bunch of people are taking their Vans off really quickly to throw them somewhere.
0: (laughs) I'm about to go get mine and try it out.
1: I thought you said you were a converse, Carly. Yeah, but also
0: I lied because I have both because I have zero loyalty to anything. Rothy's? Well, that's Ooh, that's its own. Damn, I'll we're throw just those walking up you through in the fire air. today, Christine. I'm sorry, I love my Rothies. you know that. <laughs> Although they will land in any direction, so Yeah, and they're machine washable and made of water bottles. <laughs> just <in case laughs> okay, you this,
1: <laughs> this next one, um, sounds like you wrote in because the subject line is dowsing rods and a lot of crying. Is it right? And- <laughs>
0: I didn't hear the crying. Is this my birthday episode? I feel like these are all catered toward me. Maybe Eva was uh, remembering me fondly when she picked these stories. If I find a goddamn cowboy in this, it's <laughs> over for Eva. Someone said howdy, y'all, and I didn't forget it.
1: <laughs> so this is from Alex. He uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And Alex says, hi, Eva and friends. My name is Alex, and I want to submit a story after hearing the July 2023 listeners episode. Oh, a recent one. Okay. Mm during the first story you were all discussing having feelings or pulls to something in the universe and i knew i had to write in my experience in october 2022 my oh, a year from right now my husband and i went on our honeymoon to oh god no, i'm gonna mess it up
0: galena illinois i think it's galena? Oh, galena galena i think it must be galena right which is in the upper part
1: of illinois um, almost we went on to the a honeymoon
0: s- to the upper part of illinois
1: <laughs> you know what maybe you had a really cool memory over there i don't know <laughs> uh almost to the state lines connecting illinois wisconsin and iowa if that's the case i hope part of your um honeymoon was like being in all three states at the same time yeah like one of those pictures by the I'm way, when I said that those. I wasn't
0: making fun of the honeymoon being there, I was saying instead of saying the name of the town, we should just say my honeymoon was in the upper part of the state. I know. So I just we, wanted to. Oh, okay. I wanted to okay. make you I was look like, like, I didn't want to be goose. like bitchy. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just making the joke about the pronunciation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- no. I always wish that Blaze and I had done like a not traditional honeymoon and had done something more like road trippy or I don't know, but I'm if sure. If there can- is
1: one place that I need to go. In the United States. I don't know this location, but if you know this location, you let me know. I want a picture where I can be in multiple states at one time. Okay. What you don't know that location? There's multiple places like that. I know there's oh. like four corners. I haven't done that. Oh, so I was like, I'm pretty
0: sure you put that in our book when we published it. <laughs> I want I'm not
1: done with my listicle. I need a place that does that. Oh. I need a place with at least two giant Adirondack chairs. At least okay. two photo ops. At least. I need a place with a good Sandwich, and I need a place that um has cobblestone. So good luck. That's
0: a perfect
1: combination. Is it? I don't know. Can I? I, It doesn't have to all be cobblestone, but I would like one alleyway where I can take a picture. You
0: know what I'm saying? yeah! Can I come with you on your yeah? If anyone
1: knows that place, you let me know. Okay. Back to the story. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm just like I'm describing my perfect honeymoon. So um you know maybe it's in back galena to,
0: i guess back to alex's honeymoon
1: <laughs> all the buildings in the center of this town are historical um with modern day shops restaurants and local businesses within them Ugh, i love a boutique strip add oh, that to That the sounds list.
0: cool add that to the list yeah if that boutique, one's cobblestone, co- cobblestone boutiques yeah maybe we just go here to upper illinois
1: it does sound so far it's got a few things on my list i'm, I'm waiting for the adirondack it. chairs to pop up
0: um, Ah <laughs> yeah
1: there are wineries and breweries throughout the whole territory and it's a hella civil war and industrial age history don't quote me but the reason that this city is so haunted is that it was settled on a large limestone quarry and limestone holds onto energy very well oh shit um yeah we have to go here
0: <laughs> I, it sounds amazing i bet you could, we could drive there from my house let's do we, it let's we could do it look it up look it up go, okay galena galena oh illinois we should probably should learn how to say it um yeah before we go but there's, there's time, time for that you know we, we could do that in the car on the way um <laughs> the oh man it's seven hours still seven That's hours we could road do that trip a territory yeah a road trip we wake up early through, we stop we stop at uh in chicago we'll get get some uh Wait, halfway Chicago, is Chicago. Halfway is Chicago. Oh my God! Look, we wake
1: up in the morning. Christina is where we're going to. We oh, wake come up on! Morning, this is perfect. Give me the you know, itinerary. And we wake up in the morning. Okay. Huh. And then we stop for lunch in Chicago. We just have a good time and hang oh out. Oh my God! We get a little. We get a little. We get a little. Oh, ooh, 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 You know what we do? We, we get a little. We get a little. Portillos, little shakes, cake little, shake, little, little hot dogs, ooh, a little ooh, cake ooh. shake. Then we drive a little more. We end up in Galena,
0: and now little we're za. on
1: cobblestone with the boutiques.
0: Adirondack chair. We find one. There's got to be one within seven hours. Imagine sitting in the Adirondack chair and doing the Estes method. Shut the fuck up. That's amazing. <laughs> and then I come behind it and push it forward. <laughs> I truly, and then
1: I would say turn the car around. We're done here.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you're going to leave without me, probably. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. So, anyway, this place sounds amazing. I understand why you went on your honeymoon here now. Me too. Being October, my new husband and I were fully in the Halloween spirit and listening mm. to, and that's why we drink on our car ride there and In the nature of the podcast, we decided to go on a brewery ghost tour called the Matthews Haunted Pub Crawl. This place has everything it. I mean what more could
0: you want?
1: Put drinking and anything spiritual together, and my husband and I will absolutely be there. <laughs> Uh the entire town goes headfirst into the Halloween season, embracing their rich history along with the ghosts that come with it. It is truly my type of place. Uh, Our tour guide Matthew, which I love that this was called Matthew's haunted pub crawl. I thought that was gonna
0: be a ghost or something. That's the tour guide. (laughs) He just (laughs) named it after himself. This is Christine's ghost hunt. It's just me at a bar telling you (laughs) ghost stories. I mean, oh my gosh. That's hilarious.
1: Our tour guide, Matthew, was born and raised here and currently lives in a historical house here. He had so much knowledge to relay during our time hopping from tavern to tavern. He was clad in a top hat and period oh. coat, which added to the fun and lure of the evening. I love that Matthew was like, I have these things in my closet. Let's just make a tour of it. He's like, uh, what else am I going to do with this top hat? <laughs> the tour started at 10 p.m. So the antique la- lanterns and dim lights of the pubs were the only light source illuminating the Cobblestone streets. No, Christine,
0: <laughs> this is the place for us. Oh my we god! We made it into the first you know location. What? We're gonna bring our own Adirondack chairs. Who cares? Put them in the you... back seat. I'm sure they got a good sandwich somewhere over there. Yeah, That's... we'll find it. Yeah, well, I'll... we'll make do. Uh, I love this place. Okay. By the way, it's you were right. It's Galena. I looked it up.
1: Okay. 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 Good, 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 good. We
0: have to call now Matthew. That our, you know he's gonna we're... Matthew, we're coming. <laughs>
1: Matthew is going to handle this tour for us. I already know. I'm
0: so excited.
1: We made it into the first location where which was the basement of the DeSoto House Hotel on Main Street. And let me tell you, the place was hella old and hella creepy. It is still a functioning hotel and restaurant to this day and harbors a ginormous yet gruesome history. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> After getting our drinks, Matthew starts telling stories and showing pictures of what goes on in the DeSoto House Hotel on the Daily. He talked about people seeing shadows, hearing noises, and feeling cold spots in the very room that we were in. He had photo proof from previous tours with him of apparitions and orbs that other tour goers had taken and shared, which sent chills down my spine each time I saw them. He also handed out EVP detectors for, uh, I think that was EMF detectors, for mm. everyone to hold during the tour as well. After a few historical facts and ghost stories, he decided it was time to pull out his dowsing rods. Hey. And like Christine, I love dowsing rods. I love Matthew.
0: Um, and I love Galina. <laughs> like, I
1: forget everybody else. <laughs> Matthew asked if anyone had intentions or feelings to come up and try out the rods, and my hand shot up. I am absolutely not someone who likes the attention on me and would not have normally done something like this. It was almost hard to get married being in front of people without passing out from the embarrassment.
0: It's scary. It's really embarrassing. I feel you.
1: It's one of the reasons I won't get married. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except you have to officiate my wedding and do yeah. all the talking. So I kind of made it worse for you. Sorry. I've already walked down an aisle and Christine was already there. So like, and what you more do I your, need? You had your soulmate Gio with you. You walked with him down the aisle. What That's more exactly do
1: you need? right. I walked down the aisle with the most handsome man yeah. the world has ever seen. I've already done it. And we did Short, we Gave lots of kisses. Very furry. A very so furry smuggly. man. You know, I love them. Aww. Oh, I missed that little tummy I of his. Know. Oh. Okay. A little bug. After a few historical facts, oh, dowsing rods, blah, 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 blah. I got to the front of the room and suddenly everyone's e- uh, EMF detectors start going crazy. In the mm-hmm. video my husband took, you can hear him whispering, what the fuck, over and over <laughs> again. I had to focus my breathing and had the rod show me their yes and no. Like how to, how to do yes and no. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I then asked the spirit uh, connected with me if they knew me and they swung to the right saying no. Matthew prompted me to ask if they knew anyone in the room and they crossed slightly in front of me signaling yes. I immediately looked to my left and noticed a woman start becoming emotional. Um, Matthew tells me to say, point to who you know in this room and the rod swiveled directly to her <gasps> um, and then almost stopping pinpoint on her.
0: Oh my the God.
1: EMF detectors were going crazy as well and Matthew then goes over to the woman and asks who are we connecting to. The woman goes Imagine here, ex-
0: imagine that lady's the person who doesn't want attention on her and all of a sudden the things are pointing at her and everyone's like, "Who are we talking to?" Uh <laughs> pressure. Yeah. Well,
1: regale me with all of your dead loved ones so, yeah, that could be coming near passed. us. <laughs> yeah. Um God, I yeah, Nightmare Central is like lot. the last thing I wanted was to be Yeah, I just thought I'd grab a beer and, like, see what this was all about. (laughs) It's like, I got dragged here by my husband. I I don't know. (laughs) The wife goes on to explain that she and her partner visited her best friend's grave earlier that day. She, Her friend died exactly 12 years ago near Galena in a car (gasps) accident. And when she went to the friend's grave site, she asked for a sign saying she was okay. It turns out that the person who died was named Kelsey, and she came through... Uh, to let her best friend know that she was okay. Kelsey made the rods answer that she was indeed fine on the other side and was happy. And the woman took that as a very sure sign and cried happy tears, as did I. It was such a heartwarming moment that I'll never forget. And after that interaction, Matthew prompted me to say goodbye to Kelsey's spirit and had me move on to someone else that was with me. My maternal grandmother came through and showed me her yes and no on the dowsing rods. And she had passed away when I was five years old. And everyone always talks about how much she adored me as a child. Mm. I always felt that she has been my spirit guide or guardian angel throughout my life. And I prompted her to see if she was present on my wedding day. And she answered yes. I began crying. And she also answered that she loved my husband, Luke. And she was very proud of me. Matthew then asked me to say goodbye. And when I did, the rods crossed and shot around to me very quickly um matthew said that my grandmother in that moment gave me a hug
0: oh so they crossed like arms over you that's really sweet (laughs) all in
1: all galena was an amazing experience and my husband and i just went for our one year anniversary and had (gasps) many more creepy experiences in that haunted town Thank you for taking the time to read my story. I promise we aren't all bad. Uh-oh. Signed, Alex, the November Scorpio. Mm. I don't know about that, but okay. that's Wow, what a
0: tale. Yeah. When oh. I heard crying or like it was a lot of crying or whatever in the subject, I thought it was going to be something like really upsetting. But it sounds like it was a happy, happy moment.
1: When we've got a true crime paranormal show and then you hear crying from a listener, you assume it is tragic.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. You don't get your hopes up for any happy tears. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. This um, this town looks unbelievable. I, think, I honestly am afraid to
1: look at it because then I'll obsess.
0: I know I think we're meant to go here not to be like that guy (laughs) but like it is
1: just like how we say if you're out I'm out if you're in I'm in you know yes
0: I know it goes both ways we swing both ways you know (laughs) (laughs) just you just me uh here's a picture of it and it's beautiful uh i'm sending you a little photo
1: i think by the end of the day i will have an, an entire itinerary
0: planned for I us i think by the end of the day i'm going to check find my friends and you're going to be in northern <laughs> illinois and i'm be like, how did, what <laughs> oh it's so cute and then there's a picture of it in the at christmas time and it stop looks all, it oh it's stop. so cute oh my gosh we gotta go oh
1: um, my god it looks like the inside of a snow globe it's so precious literally i think when uh it's literally talk oh. about nature cozy there's a restaurant in this picture called yeah. the log cabin fine food forget and it. cocktails
0: forget i it. love it let's go
1: okay fine i'll move there okay i will be on Okay, Zillow fine tonight. if
0: you insist oh i just threw my own headphones off <laughs> i got a little too excited um We're definitely going. Okay. End of story. Anyway, back to this. Uh, This is a bonus story, folks. There's one more story uh, that I get to read to you. It's called Public Library Ghost Hunting Kit, and it was sent in by Kate. All right. Here we go. Hey, not really a story, but found out my public library has a rental ghost hunting kit in the maker's lab. Okay. So this isn't even a story. What is this, Galena? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a fun fact for the end of the episode. Wow, a rental ghost hunting kit in the maker's lab. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Okay, here's a list of what it includes. Quote, our brand new ghost hunting kit includes everything you need to search for a ghostly spirit. A spirit box, used for communication with radio waves. EMF reader, used for sensing changes in electromagnetic fields. Voice recorder, used for recording sessions and picking up EVPs. Infrared thermometer, used to scan for changes in the temperature. Dowsing rods. So we should have basically read this email before I tried to explain all the other shit. <laughs>
1: or like before we ever went to the Queen Mary or anything. Or that, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew we could rent this from the library? I know, se. it would it was have been so money. much
1: cheaper. Oh my god. Mm-hmm.
0: Dowsing rods and pendulum used for communication, headlamps used for illumination and safety, and then haunted Roche- Rochester. Christine, I was oh gonna say God, haunted please. road atlas, haunted Rochester: A Supernatural History of the Lower Genesee by Mason Winfield. So I'm. Um, oh, and then finally, last item: Ghost Hunting for Dummies by Zach Bagans. Of course, of, of course. course, it's a library. They have to put some books in there. You know, this just goes to oh, show wait, wait. everybody. And then Kate what? wrote. Happy taxpayer here. Cheers.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, this is just a reminder to everybody how we don't even know the benefits that come out of our public libraries. That's right.
0: <laughs> Pay your taxes, folks. This is a
1: PSA that everyone should appreciate their library a whole lot more than we do. Yeah.
0: I hope some libertarians out there change their mind because of yes.
1: this. Yes, 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 yes. And also, dare I say, let's all go to our public library and demand a ghost hunting kit be put on rent.
0: You and know? when we say demand, you know, don't yell at the employees. there. When I it's say hard. demand, I
1: mean, write please a lot to please. the nicest one. Pretty nice. Nicest please. librarian.
0: Okay. I just Googled library ghost hunting kit. Uh, wow. Okay. There are multiple libraries that have these folks. So oh. I can't We're believe We're already it. halfway done. <laughs> we did it. We Good did job, it. Look <laughs> at Wow. Okay. There's one in Southwick, Massachusetts that has one. So yeah. I mean, listen, let's uh, library librarians. They know, what, they know what's up. I like that a librarian
1: was just sitting around being like,
0: you know what this place could fucking use. You know what this place needs.
1: And you know what? Maybe it's because their library is haunted and maybe on her lunch break she checks it out and she goes go in the, like, in the library. She's like,
0: I did this because it's for the taxpayers, but not really.
1: <laughs> I like to think that she Dewey decimaled it into like the occult section of the book. Yes! You know?
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Genius. <sighs> well good one to end on for sure yeah that was a that was a doozy also just go check out your library it's it has fun stuff even if it doesn't you can still get ghost hunting for dummies at most libraries so you know um and the words of arthur having fun isn't hard
1: when you've got a library card that's right words to live by that's the truth,
0: and uh, hey, that just Arthur. it
1: also invites people like me who don't like reading into a library anyway. Because you hey, know, I want to go look at the ghost hunting kit.
0: All are welcome. I'm sure there's some pictures in Ghost Hunting for Dummies. <sighs> there are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was like there are. Don't even ask how I know. And at
1: the very least, there's a picture of Zach Bagans on the front to kind of gawk at. So you know if, <laughs> if that's your thing. Uh. Oh well, I hope everyone has a happy November. And the next time we see you, it will be our. Last listener story of the year.
0: Ooh. Hard to believe.
1: uh Get me out of here. Um, twenty twenty three is we can be done. It's okay. We're done.
0: Okay, got it.
1: It's okay. I mean, it's it's, it's you know I'm excited. I think twenty twenty four could be
0: could be the one. We'll see. Watch your mouth. You know how that turns out for us. Every could time be. I
1: say. didn't say will be. I said okay. could be. Could also not be. So no matter what, I'm right. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. How do we end this? Pass the cranberry sauce. Where
0: having mashed potatoes. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Everyone's thanking the whole world's thanking you for thanking us for thinking you kill kill the the turkey turkey. (laughs) (laughs) it's just fun every time and that's why we drink kill the turkey